This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Transformation Podcast. I'm so excited for today. We have on with us Jess, and she is one of our TCM clients. She has such an incredible story and journey, and I'm excited for her to share um, her experience with coaching and what that's been like, especially as a coach herself. So Jess, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to talk about my experience with TCM and just kind of deep dive into my experience with you guys and then whatever else comes up. <laughs> yes, I always love that. And then like wherever, whatever, whatever nuggets and wisdom and rabbit holes we get on. So uh, why don't we start off with just like introducing yourself? Um, let us know yeah. like kind of where you're from a little bit about Jess. Yeah. So my name is Jessica. I go by Jess. A lot of the times I go by coach dress because I'm actually a coach as well. Um, but I'm I'm from the Pacific Northwest, um, specifically currently residing in Des Moines area. But um, I've been here my whole life, born and raised, and I love it here. I mean, maybe one day I might move, but not right now. Um, for work, I am a strength and conditioning coach um, with a heavy background in education and psychology. So my schooling, like becoming a fitness coach wasn't always my thing. Um, but it kind of found me when I was in school and I kind of started at a gym called Vigor Ground, which I actually work out now, work at now, um, where I actually ended up meeting Cody and he was my coach there, my very first coach. And then as he progressed and he moved into TCM, then I needed a coach and I became a coach. And so as a coach, I think it's really important that we have our coaches. Um, but yeah, so I'm from the Pacific Northwest area mainly South Seattle and I'm just living it up, having a good time. I just, it's just me. I'm well, like quote single, but you know, like not single. I'm not married. I don't have any kids. I have a plant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, really am. Uh, things I like to brag about are that I'm an aunt and I have a wonderful niece and nephew who are the most incredible little beings in the whole entire world. But otherwise like I'm just living my best life and like learning how to be better for myself, but also like lead by example in my yeah. community. Yeah. I love that so much. I'm so excited to um, just kind of like dive in a little bit more on what that experience is like. I think there's this, there's definitely a notion of like, I don't know, people like to put pressure on themselves. Like I should just be able to do this. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why I need to have a coach or X, Y, and Z. And I was like, well, you know, especially you um, obviously know about psychology. I also have my master's in psychology. I'm like, well, I can explain like the brain science behind it. Yeah. Right. Like it's a beautiful thing. Accountability yeah. is not, is it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's not a problem. Things are only problems if we label them that way. I think yeah. that it's wisdom. And I always say like wisdom over pride. I have a coach too. I have a coach and I have, you know, like, do I know what to do? Yes. 100%. Does a, having accountability support someone believe in me, someone to check in with, help me be more successful? Yes. Yeah. So I will for probably <laughs> forever have a coach. If it's going to help me make those improvements, no matter what level I'm at, whether it was honestly looking back on just my whole journey and experience. And I don't know if you can 
resonate with any of this. Like, my only thing is like, I wish I would have gotten a coach sooner. I would yeah. I wish I would have gotten a coach sooner. I don't foresee myself ever like not having one. Um, especially when you know, like, wow, I really feel my best and I really show up. And so I think we just put so much pressure. I like to call it like sometimes I'll talk about it in like the knowing doing gap. Like remember yeah. how to do it. Insert some accountability, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's really cool that you knew Cody back when he worked at Bigger. <laughs> when he was a baby. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. I I see some of those like videos and like whether it's the TCM app or like our yeah. training things. And I was like, he looks like such a baby there. Um, <laughs> and so then when he left, you took a little yeah. bit of a break, but you reached back out for coaching. So yeah. where were you in your life? What were you doing? What made oh you oh reach out to him after <laughs> to continue coaching then? So I think like once he transitioned out of vigor, which I mean, which was sucky because I was a coach there and I was like, you taught me how to be a coach. Like, you know, him and a couple of other coaches who now have left, like were a huge part of my upbringing in there. And so when he transitioned out of that, out of there and was like going on his own journey, I was like, okay, well, good luck. And then like, eventually, like I was in a position where I was like, I had tried I think it was like, I took a break and then I decided like the pandemic hit. I can't remember, like, there's just so much that went on. So like I started training with Cody in 2015 and I was getting ready to get married and, and I've been married and now since divorced. And so there's a lot of ups and downs through that. When I reached back out, it was about nine months after pandemic because we all shut down and, you know, you're kind of living that life at home. Like I had moved out pre-pandemic into my own space, which I'm really proud of. Um, and I was kind of doing some like half marathon training on my own and like kind of training myself thinking like, I got this. And like I'm on this, like, I'm going to find me again. Like, who am I post-marriage, this and that. And then like pandemic hit. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to do, I don't, I, I need something like, cause once we reopen back up, there's an influx of clientele. And like, I just, there's so much that I had to handle on a business perspective that I needed that level of accountability again. So I reached back out to him and I was interested in competing in a uh, bikini again, cause I'd done that in 2017. Um, and so I re I just reached back out and said, Hey, look, like, I know you're doing your thing with TCM. I'm really interested in what, what's going on. And so we reconnected and then we kind of moved forward from there. But what it comes down to is like the, like what you mentioned, the accountability. Um, and also like I had had, I have great success with that level of accountability and just like taking ownership of like, it's good to have people on your team um, for when you're having rough moments. So that's kind of how I got back into TCM. And then I kind of, you know, shifted. Like I was with one coach who's no longer with you guys. Um, but last uh, in January of last year or December, I was like, Hey, I reached out to Cody personally. Cause I was like, Hey, look, this is, I'm transitioning goals. Like, have you heard of high rocks? Mm -mm. So high rocks is this like new up and coming thing. It's like a tr um, half marathon on crack, but <laughs> you add like strength, um, strength exercises in between. So you run a thousand meters into a thousand meter skier and there's a thousand meters and then you do a strength exercise and there's like sled push sled pull um farmers carries wall balls all like blocked together 
And I was like, Hey, I need a coach that's going to be more conducive to this goal. Not that the person I was working with before wasn't, but they were more geared towards competition and something that I wasn't like that body type doesn't work for what I was trying to do. So then I was able to get linked up with Nick and I would say the last year and some change has been some of the most productive years in my training. Um, and I'm like really glad that I made that change at the end of the day. That's so cool that what it's called high rocks. Yeah. High rocks. It it got, it exploded, um, into America, not just within the last couple of years, but it's a European thing. Um, it started in Europe and it's come over here. And so one of my, one of my clients and I were like, let's do it. And so we trained like three months hard. Like that was my first experience with Nick. And some of, you know, he's a, he owns a CrossFit gym and I work at a gym that's more like functional training. It's not CrossFit, but people, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to yeah. go into the details of it, but when I hear it, I'm like, eh, it's not CrossFit. Um, but it was my first experience, but I've always had an interest in that style of training. So it was just like really exciting to like train really hard for three months with him and learn about like his style of, of programming. And it was, it really worked. It was really fun. Like I felt good going into it. So it was a win. Yeah. I love that. And that's so beautiful because I like one thing that I talk about is, you know, there's a difference between good and great. There's Mm -hmm. a good, there's a difference between I'm here and I'm thriving. There's a difference between, right? Like I'm, I'm acceptance and like I'm fulfilled. Yeah. And we don't need to be, I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I just gotta wait till I'm at rock bottom where it's like, nah, I'm like doing okay but yeah. I know there's more out there. Right. And mm-hmm. when we're talking psychology and we know like Maslow's pyramid and hierarchy mm-hmm. of needs, there's that point where it's like, if you want to feel that true, genuine fulfillment, happiness, joy, yeah. like the feelings, like people call it different things. Like, Oh, I just want to be happy. And I yeah. think they mean more so like fulfilled. That's the feeling yeah. that like we want as humans or like just full of joy. Um, that, that piece, right? Like I I want, I want to feel really good. And, um, that can't come without pursuit that can't come without goals. Like (laughs) we wouldn't be where we are as a species if that wasn't programmed into our, our DNA and and our feelings and our human design. And so by giving ourselves these goals that we can pursue and work towards and have someone on our team and have the accountability set up and continue to show up like no wonder you're like I'm thriving the past year and a half has been amazing my training yeah and then great and it's you been have a lot of all of those staples in place yeah yeah and I will say like my success now is because of all the hardship and it's it's a dark hardship but specifically working with Nick now granted I've done a lot of work on my own through therapy and there's a lot of grief and ups and downs there um, that is like another whole deep dive and another chapter that, that really makes like kind of brings it all together, but like, we don't really have time for that. Um, but with like working with Nick and with the TCM crew, like the compassion for understanding that, like, look, I will all like, I will always as, as a client, it hasn't ever been, it, it was at once really hard to show up with the online coach, like initially, cause it was like the Excel sheets, the check-ins, the, the tabs and the measurement, like all the things at first were so scary, but with time and just like working on showing up, but also being vulnerable in your check-ins. So you and Nick mentioned this, like, you know, sometimes I would have a hard time checking in because I feel like I would let, you know, my coach down, but then I realized, no, if he doesn't know what's going on, then how can, he can't help me. Right. So 
like as an online client, like you have to be willing to like really put your like foot out there if you want to see some changes and have the coach actually be able to help you for what you want. So there's been hard moments where I didn't want to check in and I was like, oh, no, I got to do my check in. And sometimes his form is like Google forms. I think you do that too, but there's loom video. So sometimes I'll fill it out and then I'll loom him so he can get my flexion. So if you're a client out there listening to this, you can do other like ways of check-ins that fill out that form too, which I found super helpful to connect with my coach. Yeah, Yeah. that is a huge aspect of it. And it's, it's, I like to think about it like, Hey, when you check in, it's like, problem solving time. It's like, we as humans, we're going to experience the most amount of change, like true, genuine change and longevity. This goes for everything in life. When we come up against the most resistance, Mm -hmm. right? Like it is, is my bicep going to change if I curl like five pounds? Probably not. It's going to feel comfortable. It's going to be great, but like applying the resistance. And like you said, breaks you down. Yeah. What elicits the change. And so we can talk about, I mean, that's always that great correlation between like fitness things, as well Mm -hmm. as our mindset, our body image, our relationship with food, our, how we are going day to day, our success towards our goals. Right. And so when you can show up honest, open, vulnerable and share and say, this is where I'm struggling, even though it's hard. And that's a lot of the resistance. That's when neuroplasticity is happening. That's when your brain is changing. That's when your habits will form. That's when it is. And know that all of us on staff, every single coach is going to meet you with compassion and compassion is understanding. Compassion isn't, oh, that's okay that you messed up and and you're not doing what you said you were going to do and you're not (laughs) following through and that's, it's fine. No, it's like, okay, I understand. How can we problem solve this? How can we come up with a solution of different things? Is there any like specific moment throughout coaching that you really noticed a change in anything um, in regards to your journey or anything specific that really helped you? Yeah. Yeah. So Nick, when you listen to this, you're going to know exactly the conversation. So November, this last November, um, I don't know if you have Disney plus, but there's a show on there called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Okay. So that's your homework. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so the show, yeah. Well, Chris Hemsworth was told that he might have like, uh, like get early onset, like Alzheimer's. And so he was trying to find ways to like, what can I do in my life now? That's going to make me better so I can live longer and like have a better memory, how to handle stress. So it's like a six series, six episode docu-series. And my boyfriend and I, we sat down. We're like, I was like, one, I like Chris Hemsworth. I'm like, come on. He's got an accent and he's muscular. So cool. Um, he works out. So we sat down and started watching it. And I was like, there, these are very interesting. This is a very interesting show. So, but, but the very last episode talks about death and dying specifically, which I, you know, I, um, just to brief overview, my mom at um, 39 was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer and she fought for seven years and passed 10 years ago. Um, that was a monumentous occasion and trauma that happened in my life that forever changed my trajectory onto the path I'm in in now. Like without, unfortunately, like I love my mom more than anything in the whole entire world. Without that experience, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And it's, it's, it's a positive one. It's like the darkness, like the light out of the dark. Um, but like every so often I go, I would go through these like psychological, like 
you know, grief is like a tornado. It's not a step-by-step process and it's forever changing with new normals. This show kind of brought some perspective on this last episode talking about that, like ultimately life is short and we are so fortunate to age because not all of us have the opportunity to, to, to age. And I was like, holy crap, like I can like for some, like I got body chills right now just talking about it because it was such a profound episode to wrap up the whole series, but also got me thinking about my journey and what I'm trying to accomplish with like my body and my strength because like I battled so long, like being an athletic child and then got out of control in my early twenties, gained a lot of weight and then was trying to lose it. And it's just, just like this whole different journey in the headspace. But in November, when I finished that, I like had reached out to Nick and said, look, like, like I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to just like start like having fun with stuff and like seeing where I can push my body and enjoy the fact that like I'm I'm going to like live in honor of my mom. I'm going to be healthy for the future and I might get emotional. So I'm going to get healthy and strong and awesome for her memory and like cuz she couldn't age. So I'm going to age freaking gracefully and awesome and keep showing up for myself in my future. And that, it's crazy that a show could do that. But Nick had watched it, and we were like, yes. So since then, like, my habits have changed, like, dramatically in a really positive way. Not that I had bad habits before, but it's, like, even more intense. My discipline, like, I'm waking up, showing up, like, this morning. I was a little nervous for this. I'm like, I'm going to get up and go hit the gym, do my workout, because I know, like, when I sit down with you today, like, I'm going to be in a good headspace. And just like reminding myself, like, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of this in, in the honor of her memory, you know? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thank you. So I'm, I'm emotional over here. I'm like, don't (laughs) cry. Don't cry. (laughs) My Um, eyes are watering. I know. I'm like sitting here. I'm like, um, but thank you so much for sharing, um, just that beautiful Testament and story. It's, it's, I always like one of my clients message or put this in a check-in. She's like, as you always say, life is going to life, right? Like things are going to happen. And when we can show up as the best versions of ourselves, especially for those that we love, like it does, it changes the trajectory of things. And, and there's so much beauty in that. And there's always another perspective. And I love that because what that whole mantra, that episode, everything you just shared is Mm -hmm. such a testament of enjoy the process. Yeah. And life is short. It is. It's like, I'm getting emotional. So I've been in prep for a while and I'm wrapping up my season and I have my last show. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a bitter, it's a bitter sweet. And I'm so thankful that I was so mm. present throughout the past yeah. couple of months where I was like, I remember that like, there were some card discussions that I was like, Oh my God, this is hard. It's hard. And, and then I would stop myself and I would say, and I want it to be hard. Yeah, I want it to be hard because that creates the fulfillment because if this was easy, it wouldn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And I, it's like, and it's like those days and that's what it did. And it's like, and I got, and we got to that moment because to be honest, the quote unquote show day, your goal, whatever is not promised. My husband and I could have been on an airplane that crashed. Like who knows? And what's the, I almost want, I don't really, what's the point, but like, what's the point without enjoying every day? And I don't say enjoy every day. Like every day is comfort and euphoric (laughs) and all of the beautiful things. But every day I just got a little bit better. Every day I challenge myself to like still show up in the, in the best way that I can. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I love that. And I think that's, 
I just want to be like, everyone (laughs) stop. Like, this is it. Like enjoy today and enjoy the process of it. And it's so cool that the two of you could connect on it. And one thing I always like to say, it's like at the end of my days, I want to be able to say, I don't regret anything. And I did some really cool shit. Yeah. And I'm always like about like not apologizing. I think that's one thing that, I mean, like, of course there's like times to apologize, Yeah. (laughs) but like when, like, for instance, like when I left my marriage, like we, you know, you know, thankfully, you know, I'm not going to go into it obviously, but it was on good terms. Like I moved out, I did my thing. And then like, I started doing stuff for myself and not apologizing for it. So like showing up, doing things you want to do. And also, yeah, you're right. Like being present, like I know that my coaching chapter isn't forever. So every day I go into work since that like aha moment in November is like, you know, some of my clients are going to irk me right now, but like, I'm just going to enjoy this because I don't know, like when it's going to be like the last of it, you know, like, obviously I don't want to step away from that, but you know what I mean? Like just really enjoying like the moments and yes, even enjoying the crappy days. Cause there are days when I get home and I'm like, Oh man, that day really sucked. But like, what can I pull out that I was like, you know what? It ended up being a good day at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that so much. And there's resistance to that, right? Like I yeah. had some hard days where I was like, I, like I, I legitimately just cried. I was like, I'm yeah. just, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And it was like that. And I, and I sat there and I like took a deep breath and as much as my brain wanted to continue on, like, ah, oh, just quit this hard or whatever complaining. I was like, and this is where that like growth mindset comes from. This is where it's in that intentionality. And I was like, how lucky am I to be able to do this? How yeah. grateful am I for my support system and community that I can lean on the accountability I have, right? When a coach, like you are going, life is going to life. You are going to have hard days, whether you're in a diet or not, or like mm-hmm. whether you're in a dieting phase, whether you're fat loss, like, guess what? Sometimes I'm in the, like, I'm in the middle of my improvement season at my heaviest weight, not pursuing fat loss, not doing cardio. And I still cry. Yeah. And I still cry and I still have hard days. And I'm like, this is all whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But to have the support, the accountability and the, the, just like the bravery, which you're showing in so many beautiful ways to say, I'm just going to challenge this thought just a touch. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. And what's really cool about like working with Nick is that he's really responsive. Like it's funny because I went, my sister got married last summer and I, I was fortunate enough to officiate it, which was like so awesome. It's like group training on a different level. Cause obviously you're just standing in front of people. So it's really not much different. Except you're not taking them through a workout, you're marrying people. But Cody was at my table and I was like, I hadn't seen Cody in a long time. I said, Hey, look, like, I just want to, you know, like, I'm very thankful uh, for the pairing of Nick and I, like, as like him being my coach, he was like, Oh yeah. Like no problem. I just knew it'd be a great fit. Plus he loves like texting and gifts. (laughs) So like, like, or like memes or this or that. And like, like we have that silly humor side of us and it just really works out really well. But also his ability to like respond relatively quickly. If I have like a quick question or if I'm having a a moment um, is really awesome. And that's, that's a really cool to find that connection specifically in the online world, because I do in-person coaching and I also do remote coaching slowly and steadily kind of like inspired by, you know, what Cody has done, but, um, with a different directive, but it's not easy to connect online. Like I want to, like, I have all the in-person coaching like five days a week and it's like really easy to like have those connections, but it's challenging online. 
Mm -hmm. So it's been quite, it's quite the journey there. Yeah. I think the, the, like the beauty or like the nugget in there is, um, intentionality. Yeah. Right. And so it's, I have some of my best friends, deepest connections, clients I've worked with, like people I would like lay my life down for. Like, I love them so dearly. I feel closer to them than I do, you know, some of my extended family or people I do see in person because that vulnerability and that openness is, yeah. is there. And so like the connection, I can't even explain, even with Cody, like yeah. even with the other coaches on the staff, I don't live by any of them. I've seen yeah. them in person. I can count on one hand, but they are some of my best friends that are always there for me. And the thing is, is intentionality, right? Like yeah. you were like, Hey, I reached out. I connected. Even when I didn't want to, I filled out a check-in. I did all of the things. And when you get in the habit of being intentional with your life, it mm -hmm. bleeds into every area, right? Like, yeah. I know if I want to elicit a change, I know if I want to develop this relationship, if I want to show up, I just got to put some intentionality and it will happen and it will yeah. be there. And so I think it's a beautiful testament. I wouldn't like things can be simple. They're not mm -hmm. always easy. And when you acknowledge that and it's like, hey, you know, it's not easy, but this is how it's cultivated and this is how it happens. So I'm so glad that you guys have been able to foster that beautiful relationship. So as you guys have gone and, you know, worked <laughs> together for over a year, what results have you seen? Like yeah. what, what transformations have you had physically, yeah. mentally, emotionally, socially, whatever you want to like dive into or kind of yeah. share um, through your time I, together? I think it's really important that I share that my transformation with, with Nick and TCM thus far is not what I thought it was going to be in, in a very positive way, because I, I feel like listeners and women specifically need to know like what I'm about to say. So I came into TCM and working with Nick and High Rocks almost as intentional ways to lose weight because over the pandemic, like I was at, like, like for me, I sit really well at like 165, 170. I'm five, five, I'm squattier. Like I'm, I really should just be powerlifting at this point. Cause I'm realizing how strong I am. There's some last, uh, the last couple of programs I've had. Um, but my intention was to, because I've done bikini competition before and I knew I could get to a certain point. I was like, I had added some weight back, felt good about it. Pandemic happened, was feeling good. And then I met my amazing boyfriend. And when you find true happiness, sometimes you put on some weight. <laughs> and so when I came in, in, into the high rocks and training with Nick, my intention was see that scale drop. And I think it was on a level of like, if the scale doesn't go down, I'm not like there was a level of like, I was attaching value to the number. Um, but over the last year or so, like my weight with him has fluctuated like five, 10 pounds, like five, 10 pounds. And I'm like, it's not going down. But like my whole, like in the last year, my body composition has gotten better and I've gotten stronger. And so I had to reassess my goals with him and say, look, I want to drop body fat. And we've been working really hard on like growing muscle because I do the, I have access to the in-body machine. Um, and so like I, I put on, you know, like a fair amount of muscle as a more advanced lifter, it's harder to put on that muscle faster than when you're brand new. So it's like taking time, but now now my goal is like, I just want to like see my muscles, but it's taking, it's not, it takes time now. Like, so essentially what I'm saying is like my transformation has really been in my headspace about how 
I see what transformation is for me now. Cause before it was like, I want to lose weight. I want to see the scale drop. Like I'm frankly, I'm sitting at 205 pounds and I feel the most confident about myself and the strongest I've ever been in my life right now. And that feels really damn good. But previously I, in society, they push us to be like, push us as in like, they tell us ladies via social media, you got to be a certain way or this or that. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna that different breed. Like, I'm just gonna represent a different breed here and know like, it's okay to be all these other things. Like, of course I want to see the scale drop down because, but I want to like see my muscles more that I earned. So, I mean, right now we're just working on, you know, some body composition, dropping body fat and kind of, so I can see the muscles. Um, but overall the transformation has been really good as far as like a headspace thing and showing up and being consistent. And on top of that, my discipline is like to my, my discipline to my programming is, is like a hundred percent hands down. No one's messing out with my workout, but I've also learned to work on the discipline for the nutrition side. And that's where this is like his guidance has really been a, a, a win there. And like knowing, like, you got to stay consistent dress on the nutrition, like you are with the programming, because sometimes I like to not track, <laughs> like I'm guilty of not wanting to track, but, um, I've just been like little by little, it's like those little habits that you had mentioned before to like gain consistency. So within the last, I would say the last 12 weeks, I've seen the most, like the biggest, like improvements as far as consistency and just taking ownership of my BS before. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I always like to say good players pivot right? Yeah. As coaches here, you check in. I always tell my girls this, you check in every week for a reason. You check in every week for a reason. And at any point in time, we can switch up whatever your goal is and whatever you're working for and whatever it is that you need. Because at the end of the day, the reason people want to lose weight or that you reached out, whatever maybe is because we want to feel a certain way, right? We want to feel something. I want to feel confident. That's most of the time, the underlying one, right? Like I want to feel confident. I want to feel this level of fulfillment. I want to feel happy, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And my notion or thought or belief, like me pretending like I'm someone who's, is that if I weigh X amount or lose weight or whatever, that will help. And that is generally a byproduct of showing up for yourself and being consistent and being disciplined. And when we're talking confidence, it's that stack of evidence that you do what you say you're going to do and a radical trust for yourself and being your own best friend. Like I always say, I want your best friends to be your past and future self. Like think about what lessons can I learn from my best friend that she did last month and how can I have my future me? How can I have her back to know that no matter what, um, like I got you, I got, that's ultimately where that's confidence is coming from. And it's such a beautiful thing to know that it doesn't look the same. Like I, I don't track. I like you track, you don't track you. Sometimes you do sometimes, you know, you're use mindful strategies, but it's what, what are my true desires, right? Like what is really important to me as the best version of Ariel? How do I show up as my best? And then how do I create a plan and follow through with it? Even if I don't feel like it in the moment, even if I want to hit snooze one more time or whatever it is, like (laughs) just the fact that you're like, Hey, I want to show up as my best. And that looks like me working out in this morning, right? Like yeah. working out and showing up. Yeah. And I will say like, 
the the confidence that I have now uh, and the like the excitement that I have for like the discipline I have now you might be listening to this and being like oh I can never do that or like that's not me and that was me like a year ago and I'm like I just made the decision like at the beginning of this last month I said because uh my boyfriend and I we enjoy like drinking on the weekends but I found that Sundays I felt like crap consistently so I went into Maine I was like I'm not drinking and I still haven't drank and it was just purely a I'm done and you just make the decision and you just and like you said you show up and it feels so good but I feel like you just have to believe in yourself like that you can do it and it kind of sounds kind of silly. I mean, like when I'm talking to you about it and I'm like so excited about this transformation, like even as we're speaking, there's like transformation happening and that I'm working on and I'm right in the midst of it. And then like my old version of me, my old best friend, which I love that analogy that you use, like old best friend, new best friend over here yeah. is me. But like, she would be old me would be like, okay, like I'm glad you got here because like we thought about wanting to do this and now you're executing it. Yeah. You know? So that, it's that really knowing cool. doing gap, like I know yeah. I should have, but then why am I not doing it? And a big yeah. catapult of, the, of that is um, that self-belief and no, 100%, like that is actually physically, like psychologically how it works. Like the biggest driver for self-control, because that's what we want. Like, I, I want to be able to control myself. I want to have that. The biggest driver for self-control is self-belief. The biggest mm -hmm. driver of self-belief is confidence. The biggest way to build confidence is to build a stack of evidence that you do what you say you're going to do. And a lot of times we get caught up in this like cognitive distortion of catastrophizing things or generalizing. And it's like, oh, I don't know if I really believe that I can get to 150 pounds if I'm at 200. You don't need yeah. to believe that. You don't need to. Don't put that pressure on yourself. It's okay. But do you believe that you could wake up on Sunday morning and go the day without drinking? You've done it before. Yeah, And so it's like, break it down to what is believable instead of lying to yourself because we don't yeah. lie to our best friends. And so painting it that way and saying like, you know what? Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm not going to say, cause I don't believe it. That's okay. It, yeah. I want to, what I want is I want to drive self-control and I know self-belief does that. And so how can I break this down till it's believable? And even for myself, even for myself, like at this stage, like this is my 15th bikini show. I've been doing this for nine years. And wow. I'm like, I don't really know. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know how you but do it. I don't know how you do it. It's it, but it's, 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 I could, we could do a whole podcast on that because <laughs> I have my qualms with people who make it, who like jade it a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it's, it's about saying, okay, you know what? I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Like, I don't, but you know what I do believe? I, like, I genuinely believe that I can follow through with what I have set up today. I yeah. can eat my meals. I can take my daughter where she needs to go. I can get my work done. I can, you know, do this and the other. And, and I believe that. And then slowly but surely the evidence builds. Slowly yeah. but surely we gain more confidence. Slowly but surely we break more, you know, we build more belief. And mm -hmm. I always like to say, like, whenever you kind of set that goal, you get to like shatter a glass ceiling. And you become just a little bit better. Yeah. No matter what. So yeah. that is my favorite kind of transformation. <laughs> that is an amazing one because that that's when it's like your life changes, right? Yeah. Your body can change. I think when you focus on all of the things we've been talking about, your body will inevitably change as a byproduct. But mm -hmm. if we flip it and we just focus on the body, 
the mindset's not always guaranteed to follow. And that's yeah, where she, that's it, the win it, right there. Like yeah. you, like you're saying right now, sorry to interrupt. I was no, like, just like, no, it's like when your headspace aligns and you're not so focused on the outcome of the body, like the body, ha- it, it's happening. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. take the lesson from us that we've learned the hard way. I mean, like I, I mean, I spent majority of my life overweight wearing plus yeah. size. I mean, I was 200 pounds. Like I just like, I did. I like, and girl, like the juice, the weight watchers, the, the paleo, the clean eating. I don't even know what the heck. I think I've tried literally everything. I've and, tried everything except keto. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't, I, I, I'm just like, man, don't know for a minute. I wasn't quite <laughs> sure. Um, but doing all the things in it and the transformation truly happened when I focused on that. And I think that's for me, that's really what connected me with TCM and Cody as well. So yeah. What is on the horizon? What are like, do you have any like future things set? Anything that you're specifically working on right now? So right now with Nick, I'm going to keep this to my goals with Nick. (laughs) So right now we're just working on kind of going into the summer. I have a big family trip coming up. And so I was like, Hey, you know what? I want to feel good in my bikini. I have a hard time doing two pieces, but I like to, the directive to make like, I can feel good in a two piece. I mean, my body's way more muscular. So the last time I was at this weight, my body was more fat than muscle. So now I'm way more muscle than fat. And so I'm like, you know what? So the directive is just keep doing more of the same. I do three days strength training, two days conditioning, and um, just keep working on more habits, working on leaning out and just showing up and just having fun with the process. Cause I used to so badly, like high rocks, like we initially talked about, and when I did my uh, bikini competition, cause I only did one and it just, you know, it was an experience, but it's not for me. Um, it was always like searching for the, like the goal, the goal. And for like the first time in my life, and I'm going to be 35 next week, I'm like, I'm, I'm just enjoying training and enjoying the process of like seeing what my body can do without having like a very specific deadline other than, Hey, I'm going to go on vacation in August. And I would like to just feel better in a two piece when we go on the river, like, you know, keeping it very simple, but just enjoying the process and just, yeah. you know, like we had meant, like I had mentioned earlier, like, you know, like aging gracefully and enjoying like what, like just being strong and showing up for that, you know? Yeah. Oh my so goodness. I love, on. <laughs> love, love it. Love the summer, the summer vacays, all of the things. And it's just fun. And, and it's a beautiful thing to want to feel your best and to show up. And I love it. I'm always like, you know, hot girl summer, we got it showing up. And <laughs> it's essentially whatever you feel your best at, whatever yeah. you feel your best at, because at the end of the day, when you can show up as this version of just that you're like sharing with us, that's vibrant and thriving and full of energy and just so beautiful inside and out that's what makes life enriching. And that's, what's going to make the best vacation and the best time with your family. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm excited for the future and see what's happening with my training. Cause that guy is crazy. (laughs) I I do that sometimes when I open my training too. I'm like, cause I don't open it until like I get to the gym. So like I warm up and I was like, walk a little bit and I look and I'm like, you trying to kill me, bro. Like what? Like, I just, I, did you not read the note that said, I'm, I'm really sore and dead? Like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And uh, he great. has that Let CrossFit me. background. So when I'm like, yeah, bring me the conditioning, do it, just throw it in there. 
So like in the middle of my training, I'll have these blocks and I'm like, ah. <laughs> but it's fun. Cause I'm not, I don't have time to go try another thing right now. Like I go to my yeah. gym, I train, I see my clients. Yes. So it's like, I would love to go try CrossFit one day or try other things. Like I did strongman training for a little bit just to see what it was like. And it was cool. Have freaking fun. We're only here yeah. for so much time, right? That's the moral yeah. of the story. Yep, absolutely. So I but love yeah, that. So I'm excited. <laughs> That's so fun. Nick is honestly, he's so, he's such a, he's such a good trainer with all of that stuff. I'm like, can you look at my form? Can you check this for me? Can you, can you help me with this? And he was like giving me cues when we were doing some stuff. And then I remember him like, Cody has one of those like arc, treadmill things that like goes yeah, like, yeah yeah and this homeboy was like lifting and then all of a sudden he jumped on he's like sprinting so I'm like yeah I'm not yeah. gonna do that part but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna stay over here and do it yeah so. we have a true form and I'm like this thing is scary yeah, <laughs> I know I was like yeah no not gonna do that on so anyways thanks Jess so much yes, for coming you. on for sharing your story your experience um, what coaching has been like for you. I'm just, I'm so, I'm proud of you. And I'm so excited you. to see where you, the rest of the year unfolds for you. Um, if people want to connect with you, you want to share where they can find you? Yeah. So my main thing is Instagram. Um, it's at coach Jess and it's, it's just me on there on Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> oh, that sounds that great. Really don't do the TikTok. I won't put the TikTok. <laughs> I won't put the TikTok. On. Oh, that's so great. So if anyone resonated with any part of um, her story, wants to connect with Jess, I know like she's just so much energy and she would love to connect <laughs> to chat. Um, if you're interested in starting your own journey and signing up for coaching, um, there will be a link in the description box below that's you can just fill out for a free consult. And so we'll hop on the phone with you for 30 minutes and just talk like whatever your goals are, help you figure out who's going to be the best fit for you. So there is um, no obligation with that. If you're interested in any way, shape or form, click that link and we would love to chat. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day and we will talk to you next time. Bye guys. Bye.